Hey, welcome in everybody. This is the South Lot Football Guys podcast. With you as always, it's Evan, Adam, and Robbie here with you to break down the divisional round of the playoffs uh, this week. Uh, it's a great time of year. Uh, all these games are, are just great to watch. It's great entertainment, and uh, you get to see the best of the best out there. Uh, guys, I know I enjoyed Wild Card Weekend, even if some of the bets didn't go our way. Uh, how about you guys? It was good. Um not to be a downer, but there's really only one good game. You know, I, I guess two. The Bengals game. Raiders, yeah, Raiders, Bengals, Bengals, Bengals Raiders was good. Cowboys, 49ers. But the other ones are blowouts, you know. That maybe NFL is going to reconsider that, that the, extra playoff the team. six-game slate, yeah. How about you, Robbie? Yeah, that, it, I mean, I, I feel the same way. Uh, you know, there, there was just nothing really <laughs> – too exciting going on for most of them. I mean, I, I missed the first half of the Bills uh, uh, Patriots game, and uh, yeah, I just look at my phone and like, okay, what the what happened there? You know, I thought this was going to be a close one, and yeah, I guess I wasn't missing too much besides the Bills just scoring every single drive they had, apparently. So going back to last year, um, I was looking at the last seven or the last four, seven seeds since they added them. Uh, the Colts last year, which, you know, Gave a really good game to uh, the Bills. Um, then you had the Bears, which didn't really they, – they, <laughs> they, they flopped against the Saints. And then this year you had the Eagles and the Steelers. So one out of four there for the NFL. And, you know, they haven't had seventh team make the playoffs in each division or each conference. Yeah, you know, the counter-argument to that would be had that Raiders-Chargers game week 18 played out a little differently, we would have had the Chargers in there, would have been a little bit more of a prolific team, probably makes more of a game of that than than the Steelers wound up making against the Chiefs. Um, Chargers-Chiefs would have been great. Chargers-Chiefs, is a they match up well too, so that was kind of unfortunate the way it played out. America wanted the tie, just wasn't going to happen. The tie that wasn't. That's what that'll go down is. Um, but, uh, yeah, why don't we uh, get into the recap here real quick of uh, what took place last week. And, uh, you know, we'll start with our lead pipe locks. Uh, Adam, I'm going to start with you. Uh, Cowboys minus three, uh, unfortunately, against the 49ers. Oh, I missed. Yeah, um, you know, I, I'd, I'd like to blame it on that last drive, but, you know, they lost that game earlier on with all the penalties. Just, you know, they they didn't really have a good game plan offensively. Um, you know, they, they've been ripped all week for C.D. Lamb only getting his first catch in the fourth quarter. Um, I, I'm surprised they didn't run the ball more, uh, especially when Bosa went out pretty early, uh, Warner going down. So, yeah, not a good game. Obviously, the end was insane. Um you got to be able to <laughs> clock manage a little bit better, but I wouldn't expect anything less from good old Mike McCarthy. But, yeah, not a good call. All right, next up, uh, Robbie, you had Pats plus four on the road in Buffalo. So I missed. Oh, that, not even close. Oh, man, uh, that's uh, – don't, don't want to think too much about that one. You know, didn't, didn't think the Bills coming in would be uh, – uh, you know, it's kind of – concerned about them a little bit but you know they showed who they are um they're they're ready it seems like playoff form right there uh I, i'm sticking to prop bets from here on out because that was actually the only thing that I had real good success with this weekend oh man well uh i didn't fare any better although at least the game was a little closer i had raiders plus five and a half as my lead pipe lock so I 
They were driving late. Uh, they had three three plays inside the ten to uh, to tie the game up late. That would have basically clinched the uh, the cover. But uh, you know the car stalled on stalled out there. It stalled uh, in the red zone. So uh, Jerome Boger didn't help either. Yeah, Jerome Boger was. Uh, that was just bad officiating all all around. It, it was going a couple ways. Uh, there was a there was a late hit on Carr um, on that final drive that like they threw they threw a penalty on that had no business being called. So I mean there were calls going both ways, but that's the other downside to having six uh, playoff games is you get some shittier refs yeah, in there that's true. calling that's, games. Didn't so, really think about that. So we had Jerome Boger out there calling games when he probably shouldn't have been. Um, but yeah. Other than those three games, uh, Buccaneers handled the Eagles uh, at home. You had the uh, Chiefs just dominating the Steelers, and then the Rams really took it to the Cardinals on Monday night. So uh, as Adam had mentioned, really only the two close games, but the other four were, were kind of duds. But uh, let's, let's hope that the, uh, the divisional round is a little bit better. Uh, before we get into that, I uh, just want to... Uh, Remind everybody once again that we are on uh, social media, so you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SL Football Guys. Again, that's at SL Football Guys. Shout out to uh, Robbie's brother Jeff, who's doing great work for us uh, behind the scenes to uh, to keep that environment fun, and and uh, he's just going nuts with the memes. So uh, <laughs> keep it going, Jeff. All right, so then without further ado, let's get into the divisional slate, and uh, hopefully these games are a little bit better. First one up on Saturday afternoon, it is the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Tennessee Titans. Titans are three-and-a-half-point home favorites in this one with the over-under set at 47. Uh, Adam, what's the weather going to be like in uh, Nashville for this game? Uh, I think, I mean, really similar to last week in Cincinnati, just a little bit south, southwest. Um, Nashville, it's going to be 39 degrees, no wind, no rain. Um, should be, um, weather should not be a factor. Okay. Um, you know, both these teams had uh, decent respective records um, when it comes to home and, and uh, away splits. So, um, you know, uh, this this game kind of seems like a toss-up to me. Um I'm going to toss it over to uh, Robbie to kick us off here. Robbie, what are your thoughts on this game? You know, this game, uh, I think it's going to be pretty close. Um, you know, so I'd like the Bengals here to cover. You know, the Titans, they, you know, we, we always talk about it. They love to play close games. And, you know, I don't. I think we also talk quite a bit about the Bengals. Uh, they like to stay in close games if they're, uh, if they're down. Um, they, they like to keep it close, uh, you know, Sometimes Bengals win by blowing out, but when they lose, they usually keep it very close right here. So I think both these two teams, um, I think, are going to be grinding it out. Both of these defenses um, have been getting better as the season progresses. Um, Titans, their run defense has been sneaky good um, so far this year. Um, and, uh, you know, both both sides uh, have been doing a lot better covering number one receivers um, in this one. So... You know, a uh, couple 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 prop bets I like already in this one. You know, Joe Mixon sixty one and a half. Uh, you know, I, I like the under there. I'm gonna keep going with that. I know I did that last year. Good call. Um, last week. 
And yeah, yeah, that that one worked out pretty well. Um, you know, the the concern with Joe Mixon is always can he break off a big run? Um, that that's always a concern. But you know, uh, I I don't see it really happening this game. Um, you know, I, I like the under for AJ Brown. It's at seventy four and a half right now. Um, but one prop that I really like in this one um, is for the tight end position, and that's Anthony Ferkser. Um, you know, I've been swapping uh, my lock between Anthony Ferkser going over 20 and a half reception yards and another one I'll talk about later. But, you know, I'm going to go back to Anthony Ferkser here. Uh, 20 and a half is pretty low. Um, you know, you see the Titans, they're going to get Derrick Henry back. They're going to have all their key receivers on the outside. They got A.J. Brown and Julio Healthy. So I I could see um, that this Bengals team spent a lot of focus on those three players and kind of forget about Anthony Ferkser out there, uh, not to mention that the Bengals have been um, susceptible to the tight end position, especially lately. And, you know, so I think – so this one is going to be my lock of the week. <laughs> Changing it. No. I, I did change it. Uh, the thing that had me. You can have uh, two locks this week. Eh, may, maybe we'll see. <laughs> they don't call it, you a prop a bet, Bob, for nothing. That's, right. <laughs> that's that's all I'm good for. Those these random prop bets, yeah. Um, but with that, you know, um, kind of talking about these defenses getting um, s- sneaky better. Uh, I like the under in this one too. I really like the Bengals to keep it close. I I like the under forty seven. Seems a little high for me on this one. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bengals as well here. Um, I I expect them to keep it close. You know, one one thing to consider here. Uh, I do like your under prop for Joe Mixon. Um, Tennessee Titans may be uh, surprising to some, but uh, the second ranked uh, rush defense in the NFL in terms of yards per game, only allowing eighty four point six yards per game. So, uh, pretty solid numbers there. Uh, they're they're kind of a sneaky, uh, respectable unit when it comes to just uh, yards per game, and um, you know this uh, this Titans defense is uh, is going to keep it close. Uh, but ultimately, I just think Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and that offense they're they're clicking. They're very hot right now. Um, you know, we saw that uh, the Cincinnati defense was able to uh, keep a. Raiders offense that had been, you know, able to put up points, um, you know, relatively in check uh, in similar weather last week. Now it will be a road game, but uh, we did talk about this. Bengals have uh, played pretty solid on the road this year. Um, some notable wins. I mean, they beat playoff teams in Pittsburgh. Uh, they beat uh, Baltimore. They beat the Raiders on the road. Uh, they beat Denver when Denver had a lot to play for. So uh, some qu- high quality wins for the Bengals on the road this year. Uh, and then you just think about the Titans. Uh, Titans, uh, you know, they tend to just play to the level of the competition. Uh, there's a couple surprising losses that they've had. Uh, no doubt that Houston uh, loss at home uh, when Davis Mills was dropping dimes. Um, that one hurt them. But uh, ultimately, uh, you know, this uh, this Titans team, they, they've been a pretty solid home team. But, you know, for me... Their their inability to show that they can, uh, you know, beat up on on teams really has me uh, concerned here, and I I don't feel confident enough to lay three and a half points with them. I just I'm expecting a much closer game than that. I think the Bengals have a good chance at winning. I consider this game more of a coin flip personally, um, 
And uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, on a neutral field the Bengals were favored. Uh, you know, if if you asked me, I I think maybe they're they're the better overall unit. But um, I, I'm gonna take the Bengals plus three and a half here. I'm not gonna go money line. I'll take the points um, just to be safe. But uh, I do think that this is a close game, and uh, you know the Bengals should have a chance to win it. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you guys. You guys said a lot already. Um, I actually like the Bengals money line here. I think you're. You're getting good value, um, yeah, but if you're not feeling like that, I, I think getting getting a field goal plus um, for the side of the Bengals is is about as good as a bet you're going to have this weekend. Um, you know, we've already mentioned that Titans like to play close. I just think, you know, in these playoff games, chunk plays and you know just playmakers really make a difference. And I, I think the Bengals playmakers um, just a little bit fresher and younger than the Titans. You know, I. The combination of um, Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, what you're going to maybe see out of Derrick Henry. I, I'm not optimistic on Derrick Henry. Um, you know, that, that foot injury usually takes a little bit to get back to full strength, and he hasn't had that time. Um, so I, I, you might see him. I, I'd be shocked if he goes off, um, even though if healthy, he, he would absolutely. But I just think you're going to see a little bit of a sluggish offense for the Titans. Um, you know, they, they sort of established, reestablished themselves when Derrick Henry was out. I think they might, you know, maybe first half, uh, come out a little bit slow out of the gate, trying to get him back, um, get back to the offense that they had at the beginning of the year. And, uh, I just, you know, I, the Bengals are coming off a huge win. I, I think they got a little bit, a little bit momentum. I like their quarterback better. I like, uh, at least in this game, their running back better and their wide receivers better. And I think, Titans probably have a little bit better of a defense, um, and being at home that that matters. But I, I like you guys mentioned, this this is going to be a close game. I, I I don't really understand why this line is better, you know, larger than a field goal. Um, on the Titans side, uh, probably the best player that not a lot of people know about in the NFL is Jeffrey Simmons, the anchor of that D line. Um, he's an absolute monster. You're not going to push him off the ball. So Robbie, I do like that under for Joe Mixon. And I do like the under overall, uh, 47. I, I think, um, you know, I, I think, like I mentioned, I think the Titans are going to get off to a slow start. And Bengals, if, especially on the road, I think if they sort of get a lead, they might try to establish a run, be a little bit more conservative. I, I doubt they're going to try to air it out and potentially lead to um, interceptions with the Titans do, uh, do pretty well. So I, I, I do like the under here, uh, 47. Thinking of uh, Derrick Henry, what was that one report you mentioned earlier? Oh, yeah. uh, Derrick Henry was, quote-unquote, okay after contact drills on on Tuesday. So take that for what it is. (laughs) And we were talking before the the pod that, you know, regardless of if he's good or if he's not good, the Titans were not going to release that information before the game because it doesn't make make any sense to. Um, So we probably won't know until game time, but... No, but I think that that line at three and a half is pretty much factoring in a fully healthy Henry. I would think so. I would hope opinion. so. Yeah. yeah. Um, otherwise, I, I wouldn't expect them to be uh, as heavily favored as they are. You know, the key thing with this game is it's been a long time since we've seen the Titans uh, on the offensive side of the ball fully healthy. Uh, Robbie, you mentioned all the big weapons back. So really... Um, it's just going to depend, you know, on whether or not that extra week off gave them a chance to uh, really get healthy and kind of 
get back into the swing of things and get get into a rhythm, uh, given that they haven't played together as a unit uh, in a while. But um, yeah, I you know I think it, it's it's telling that we're all on this. Uh, you know, we're all on the Bengals now. We could we could get duped here, but you know, for me, I just I think this is a close game. Uh, the Bengals have just been playing too well as of late to uh, give up this many points. All right, uh, next game up, uh, the Saturday night game. It is the San Francisco 49ers heading into Green Bay to take on the Packers. Packers are six-point favorites at home with the over-under set at 46.5. Adam, weather is always a factor when you're playing in Green Bay. What are we looking at? Yeah, I mean, this one's not going to be terrible. Um, We're going to be pretty cold, 11 11, uh, degrees game time. A little bit's wind. Uh, 15 miles per hour. Uh, it's not going to be. I don't think it's going to be to the point where it's affecting gameplay. But uh, you know, just a little bit of win. Okay. Um, you know, couple key notes here. Um, some very uh, substantial uh, players are injured uh, in in questionable going into the game, but appear to be trending the right way, especially for the 49ers. So. Jimmy G dealing with the thumb injury. All he practiced fully, so it looks like he's gonna go. Uh, Fred Warner uh, dealing with an ankle injury. Injury, I believe it's his right ankle. Uh, he practiced fully today, so it looks like he'll go as well. Uh, but the other key injury is uh, Bosa on the D line, and uh, he's in concussion protocol. But it does look like he's gonna be able to go as well, unless things change over the weekend. There uh, again, the concussion protocol is a little bit more tricky. Uh, key injuries for the Packers, uh, still questionable, are cornerback Jair Alexander, um, who took a little bit of a step back this year, but uh, is somebody I've always highly regarded at the cornerback position, uh, young up-and-coming player. And then uh, David Bakhtiari dealing with his knee injury, uh, he's also questionable. So um, with that in mind, this game for me, guys, I was uh, I was kind of back and forth on it, and I was really waiting to see what was going to happen with the key players for the Niners, uh, Bosa and Warner in particular. Uh, Because I think given where this game is going to be played and then given the way the Niners played this game two years ago when they beat the Packers to get into the uh, uh, Super Bowl, actually, that was the NFC Championship, uh, I'm expecting a run-heavy game. So Jimmy G with the thumb, while, you know, it's concerning and it matters – you know, we saw him go out and beat a very potent offensive team last week and, and do enough against the Dallas Cowboys uh, on the road. So uh, I think I think he's up for the task. But for me, the fact that Fred Warner is going to be able to go and Bosa looks like he'll be good to go, I, I think that six points, uh, you know, the Packers are giving up six points here. I just think that's too many. I'm expecting a closer game than this. The Niners are every bit as good as a division winner. Uh, they're every bit on the level as that. Um, you know, we saw them beat the Rams in overtime in a must-win game for them at the end of the year um, on the road. So this team, you know, they know what they need to do. They've kind of got a little bit of that feel of um, maybe the Giants from from a decade ago, where they're just they're they're going to be road warriors, but they're they're always going to be dangerous. That defense, uh, one of the best units in the NFL. We saw what they did to the Cowboys last week, keeping them in check. And, uh, you know, the rushing attack, and, and they've got the, you know, really since they figured out Debo uh, and how to utilize him in both the rushing game and the passing game, and then 
complementing that with George Kittle, the the Niners are clicking on all cylinders. Um, so I like the Niners plus six, and I'm going to lock it up. But it's a lock. No. To play devil's advocate, though, uh, you do have the Packers obviously on the two weeks rest with the bye week. Uh, Niners uh, basically on five days rest because they played Sunday and now they've got to turn around and uh, play a road game on the Saturday night game. So that's a little bit of the concern for me, but uh, I'm expecting a tight game. This is playoff football. These guys should be, you know, (laughs) ready to get up for this game. Motivation is not going to be an issue. Um, You know, the Packers are undefeated at home, but uh, I I just think this is a close team. Uh, This is going to be a close game. Packers haven't... uh, haven't really faced uh you know many tough tests and when they do uh they tend to play uh pretty close games um so i just think uh six points here is going to be a little bit too much yeah i uh i'm gonna have to disagree i don't this is probably the game i feel least confident about um out of the four but just i don't know these two teams at least offensively very similar uh they're both you know stem from the shanahan uh run scheme I just think at the end of the day, you know, last week, 49ers, Jimmy G, uh, you know, 25 passing attempts, only 170, 76 yards and a pick. Um, you know, I gave him the stat last week. That's about what he averages in playoff games, Jimmy G. And I, that's not going to cut it against this Packers team and Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, I, I, I'd hesitate to give any uh, credence to previous matchups between these two Um this year, obviously, you can probably lean on that. But going back to the the uh, NFC Championship game a couple years ago, that 49ers defense was completely different from what it is now. Uh, they were definitely the strength of the team. Now, not so much. Uh, they've definitely taken a step back, and especially in the pass rush. And if you can't rush Aaron Rodgers, um, you're going to have a tough time. And I distinctly remember that game. They were all over Aaron Rodgers, and I just don't think that's going to be the case in Lambeau. Um, I know six points is a lot. I'm probably going to stay off this game, but I think the combination of A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones, uh, I think they're probably going to lean on the run, um, you know, play action, make life easier for Aaron Rodgers, and I, I think they get it done here at home. I'm I'm not too I I'm not too high on this 49ers team this year. I think, you know, they they squeaked out a win last week. Um, you know, they're the sixth seed, but I, I I think people are giving them a little bit too much credit. Well, top three defense in terms of yards per game, top ten in points per game. Uh, so defense, yeah, I mean you're right. They're not the stalwart unit they were. Um, you know, three years ago, two years ago, uh, when they went to the Super Bowl, but still a very respectable unit. Um, Robbie, what are your thoughts? You know, I, I'm going to be on the Niners with you, and I feel pretty good about that as well, Evan. Um, you know, I, I, honestly, I think there's even a chance they might uh, win this game. Um, what is it, plus 215 or something for them to win? I, I don't think that's a bad play at all. Uh, I probably won't personally do it, but, um, you know, we've seen this Niners team uh, beat the pack before in the playoffs. Um, you know, the Packers, yeah. When it comes to playoff time, I'm I'm not sure why, but they just don't don't seem to have it in them uh, quite as they do in the regular season when they're able to beat up on these NFC North teams, um, teams or scrubs, uh, you know, same thing. Um, but uh, <laughs> you know, I I like the Niners to keep it close here. Uh, we saw earlier this year in the game. Uh, 
between these two. Uh, I believe it was like a 30-28 finish. That's exactly and, correct. Um, in this game for the Niners, I, I know they were missing Elijah Mitchell, um, and they had to roll out Trey Sermon, who does not fit that Kyle Shanahan run scheme at all. Uh, he wants the kind of Mostert-style uh, guy who's able to make a quick cut and hit the hole and then be able to break off for a big one. Trey Sermon did not have it, so I'd like the 49ers to do better than what they did um, earlier this season. But, um, you know, to another point, uh, it seems like whenever uh, teams play each other, the second time around, um, if first time it was a super high-scoring game, um, the next time it seems like maybe defenses figure the offense is out a little bit more and it's uh, a little lower scoring or vice versa. And with how high scoring it was the first time, I actually really like the under in this one, uh, especially if you see the reports that uh, Jair Alexander is playing. I think that's a big, huge uh, help to this Packers defense who's, um, you know, quite frankly been beaten by through the air this year um, without him. Um you know, they only had Alexander for, what, like three weeks so far this year, um, and uh, he, he was solid with it so far. Um, but, uh, you know, going to the prop bets, you know, I, I, I've been talking a little bit about this. I know um, I actually only had these two games gone, statted out so far, um, but this past weekend I was 15-9, and nine, uh, up 2.4 units. So uh, it, it's been working so well for me so far. Um but a couple ones that I like, you know, uh, I like like the under Rodgers. I think that's a little high at 264 and a half. Uh, Aaron Jones, um, you know, actually, I'm going to get your guys' opinion um, on this. Um, do you think uh, A.J. Dillon's kind of taken over the role a little bit more? Um, over the last couple weeks, it seems like uh, A.J. Dillon has been used a lot more in the run game. Or do you think it was uh, kind of them saving Aaron Jones for the playoffs? No, I think uh, I think Dylan's place in that backfield is is something that exists. I don't think uh, we're gonna see a game plan this weekend where he's not on the field. I would expect him to get in the ballpark of you know seven to ten carries. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a traditional split. I think they're gonna utilize both of them, and um, yeah, I think maybe AJ Dylan more the rushing back and third down um jones but yeah i, I don't think uh either or are going to affect each other's production yeah they like to bring in dylan in the second half um Just and to really kind of grind it and down right? wear, wear down the defense when they're already a little bit tired but uh out of the gate it's usually aaron jones and it's a lot of uh you know passes to the flats um kind of like non it's like running plays that are actually passing plays um that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, I would expect Dylan to get, you know, a decent amount of work. Yep. Yeah. I completely agree with you guys. And, uh, you know, what I've got said out, I really like Aaron Jones under 50 and a half yards. And the one I was debating with my that's lock, rushing yards, not total that's rushing yards. Sorry. Just rushing yards. Yeah. Um, obviously he's going to have a lot more receiving yards on that one. But, um, you know, the one I really like is, uh, that I was debating with my lock and you know, you know what, let's, let's just make it, Double part lock. of the lock. Double it's lock. gonna, you know, I'm gonna say parlay them. Oh wow! You'll, you'll probably get like plus two fifty or something, but parlay uh, Anthony Ferkser over twenty and a half yards. You know that one might be a sweaty one. You might be waiting <laughs> till like the third quarter for Ferkser's second catch of the game, but you know he, he he'll get it. Um, but 
The other one I like, let's go with another tight end, George Kittle right now. You know, he kind of disappointed me last week. I had him uh, stated out for a lot more receiving yards than he didn't. Um, he was one of those misses I got this week, but his reception yard total is only at 46 and a half. And especially if Jair Alexander is back, takes tries to limit Debo a little bit um, on the outside. I, I believe George Kittle is going to be open all day and, you know, Packett not been good covering the tight end. So this number is way too low. I've I actually saw this number, uh, the reception yard number go down over the last day or so. Um, so if it keeps going down, just slam it. But, uh, you know, let's, let's parlay up Anthony Furser over 20 and a half reception yards and George Kittle over 46 and a half reception yards. But it's a lot. No. I, I like that. Um, I was looking back at the first matchup and Kittle had seven receive or seven receptions for 92 yards. So yeah, I think, I think he will be utilized this week. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if it's going down because people saw Kittle last week and just think, oh, he's he's washer. I, I don't know, but uh, I, I think you're getting some great value in this. And, you know, over under, have we talked really much about this one? Uh, 46 and a half. I, I like the over here. I think it's a bit low, but it uh, seems like you're on the under, Robbie. Oh, yeah, I did mention that, didn't I? Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah I, I wasn't sure if I remembered you guys talking about yours, but uh, I'm, I'm against you guys right now I, I like that under i'm probably gonna stay. i was leaning over but i'm probably gonna stay off i think that's a pretty good line there yeah i just think niners are gonna be able to uh put up put up some points and uh i think it'll be close but i i do anticipate this game going over you guys scared at all with these uh 15 mile per hour winds no no not really yeah, rogers really rogers either. gets it done rogers gets it done uh it seems like san francisco likes short yeah i don't think they're gonna be throwing deep anyways Debo get in the space or something so we did this a couple weeks ago when it was like negative whatever in lambo and it was like oh rogers and yeah they were fine they, yeah they rogers put up plenty fine. of points so I, I i'm not worried about uh, the weather in, in green bay affecting this game it's the niners it's very short you know passing game and and uh short to intermediate routes and and you know outside run type scheme where the uh the Packers it's a little bit more vertical but it's also uh Aaron Rodgers you know who can throw the ball through a brick wall if he wanted to so um he should be fine all right guys anything else to add on this one I don't think so okay uh Rams Buccaneers next this game is in Tampa the Buccaneers are favored to win this game by three points with the over under set at 48 and a half uh, Adam, what's the weather like in Tampa this weekend? Uh, should not be a fact at all. Looks like it's going to be a uh, good day. It's 63, no no rain, no wind. Uh, not a factor at all. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, this, uh, this should be a pretty good game. Uh, two competitive teams. Uh, Rams are kind of trending in the right direction. They've, they looked really good last week against the Cardinals. I didn't expect them to look nearly as good. Uh, Adam, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I uh, I like the Rams here. Um, yeah, I, they they really impressed me last week. Uh, I, I thought that the Cardinals would put up more of a fight, um, but really that defense showed up. Um, made Kyler. They got a lot of pressure on Kyler. Uh, Von Miller uh, really looked like the best version of himself I've seen in a couple of years. Aaron Donald's a monster. Um, 
you know, low flow. They the defense really surprised me, and, and the offense uh, is status quo. I think we we said last week that um, Cam Akers was going to be a wild card. He surprisingly, I thought, looked pretty spry, and um, he looked really good. Yeah, he uh, he impressed me. Uh, I can't believe he tore his Achilles like what six months ago. It's it's incredible. Um, so I th- he's going to be a factor. Um, him and Sony Michelle, I think, are a dynamic duo in the backfield. Um, Matt Stafford. Uh, I think I think he proved last week. Uh, maybe got a little bit of the monkey off the back. The playoff monkey is first playoff win. Um, good for him. And I, I I think not so much on the the Rams side. I think you know that we know what we're going to see from this Rams uh, team. I think on the Bucks side, I, I I really think that their their limited playmakers and injuries is going to come back to bite them a little bit in this game. Um, you know, I, I, the, um, the Rams, I think, can take away Mike Evans. Uh, I think Jalen Ramsey, I don't I don't think he travels, but um, you might see it for this game just because, you know, Mike Evans had a huge game last week, and Jalen Ramsey, one of the best cornerbacks in the game, he, he's more than capable of shutting down Mike Evans. And if you can pull that off, um, you're, you're looking at Gronk, uh, Cameron Braid, Gio Bernard, there's a bunch of uh, ancillary ancillary pieces that I don't think can keep up with this Rams offense. And I mean, you saw Odell Beckham really come to light last week. Um, if they can, if they can have him as a dynamic playmaker that he, he looked like last week, along with Cooper Cup um, and, and this run game, uh, I mean, pair along with this def- starts the defense. Uh, I, I just think that the Rams. This is a good matchup for them, um, and I think the Bucks secondary too. Um, you know, the, you didn't really see Jalen Hurts take advantage of it last week, but I think you might see Stafford take advantage of it this week. And I think between the, the, the just the injuries from the playmakers and uh, they they have some injuries in the secondary too, but just the lack lack of um, you know healthy players at both those positions is going to come back to bite bite them here and i think that the rams uh win a close one so i'm gonna take that money line and make it my lock of the week but it's a lock i like it well i I like the side of the rams on this one um i'm probably not gonna bet the spread on this um mostly because you know tb12 that's that's the one guy you gotta be scared about you know he what he's he's got more win playoff wins than any all the other quarterbacks combined in the playoffs something like that it's just ridiculous um but i i still like the rams you know i would i would i would think that the rams would win this one too uh right there with you adam um just because the rams they're healthy they're getting all their pieces back you know you you said a lot about that you know odell is looking like the a good replacement for robert woods ever since he tore his acl um and it, it seems like everything's coming together for the Rams. While on the Buccaneers' side, they're dealing with a lot of injuries. Um, you know, offense hasn't been as explosive since they lost A.B. Um, they obviously didn't need a whole lot to get it done against the Eagles last week. But, uh, you know, it, it, it was also, I feel like Jalen Hurts and that offense was pretty one-dimensional and pretty, pretty predictable last week, at least in the first couple quarters there. Um but uh, yeah, I, I like the Rams here as well. Um, I I would again staying away from this one, but uh, you know everything's pointing 
pointing in the Rams' direction in this one. Yeah, I like uh, I like the Rams as well in this game. Uh, I like the fact that uh, you're getting three points here, and um, you know the Bucks they look good against the Eagles last week. But as you said, Robbie, that's not exactly anything to write home about. Eagles uh, definitely not the strongest unit uh, that wound up getting to the playoffs this year. Um, you know, for me, really, you know, the Rams have have looked uh, very impressive this year. Uh, they've gotten some signature road wins. Uh, you know, I, I just think that this team is, uh, they're starting to gel. Uh, you're starting to see Odell Beckham, uh, show some flashes too. He's getting involved. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe they found something with the running game. Uh, you know, early on in the year, it seemed to be their Achilles heel, but, uh, Sony Michelle kind of rounded into form and now they've got acres back and, uh, all of a sudden the better Achilles heel. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're starting to click and, uh, Stafford's Stafford's going to be the X factor in this game uh, for you know for my money, and uh, it's it's whether or not he can beat you know this Buccaneers defense that uh, definitely has some playmakers, but uh, you know is is still a little banged up, especially in the secondary. And uh, you know I, I think uh, I think there's going to be points to be had in this game. Um, I think I, I probably won't bet the total, but I think it's there's you know forty eight and a half. I think there's a chance this goes over. Um, I don't have the courage you guys have uh, to go money line, uh, you know, just because of Tom Brady. But uh, I'll I'll definitely take the Rams plus three here. Feeling pretty good about it. Um, you know, I just think these two teams kind of trending uh, different directions as uh, the year closed out. And uh, you know, I I really like the way the Rams are looking. And uh, Sean McVay seems to have uh, found a nice balance. Uh, with uh, with that offense and what they're doing there, so like the way the running game is looking, they're gonna have their hands full trying to run against that uh, Buccaneers front seven. But uh, you know if they if they can do that and they can uh, give uh, Stafford some third manageable, this game should be very competitive, and I think the Rams will cover. Yeah, looking back to their matchup in Week Three, um, you know it was the score was 34-24 probably wasn't that close there was a last one minute last touchdown in one minute uh one minute left in the game by the bucks but uh interesting tom brady they threw the ball 55 times only ran the ball 13 times so i think they were a little bit scared of that rams d line um brady got sacked three times and this was all before um von miller got involved so i really think that this rams pass uh pass rush is going to win today for the rams and I, you saw Tristan Wirfs get um, get hurt. Latest word is he's a long shot to play. That's a huge, huge loss for the Bucks if they can't play. Uh, I think Jensen, who also got hurt, uh, he's uh, I think he's likely to play. But um, yeah, at Tom Brady, the, his one Achilles heel, um, I think is if you can get to him and pressure him, um, you know he gets a little. He's obviously not a mobile quarterback at age forty three, so. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be their uh, their route to victory here. Yeah, kind of looking at that game, I was actually going to bring bring up this game as well. Um, but um, you you know they didn't have AB this game, but I I completely forgot about Chris Godwin too. He was playing this game, um, and even with him in in the mix, um, they still seem to struggle. Um, you know, they had both Lenny and Rojo. I'm not so sure Rojo's going to go is. Um, so maybe it's just Leonard Fournette and even Gio's hurt right now, right? So it's the Keyshawn Lenny Vaughn show. Keyshawn Vaughn. <laughs> ILL. 
So, um, you know, everything just looks like Rams to me here. Well, we will see. This uh, this should be a pretty good game. I'm I'm looking forward to this one. I, I definitely think the Rams can keep it competitive. Uh, so hopefully uh, this is one of uh, four very good games we've got uh, this weekend. All right, uh, if there's not anything else we want to cover with that game, let's uh, do the Sunday night matchup, and it is the Buffalo Bills taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I think we all... We always knew it was going to come out of this in the playoffs. Uh, these two were going to have to face off. And uh, even if it didn't look like this was going to happen maybe in week five this year, we certainly uh, found our way here. So uh, Bills traveling into Kansas City. Chiefs are two-point favorites in Arrowhead for this one. High over under for a playoff game here, 54.5. Uh, Adam, what's the uh, weather going to be like in uh, Kansas City? Uh, should not be a factor either. Uh, we're looking at 39 degrees game time, uh, no wind or rain forecasted. Okay. This is a man that knows his stuff. We ran into some weather in that parking lot one time. So, uh, <laughs> Arrowhead, we got the hell out of it. Ran there. away from it, I guess, is, is more accurate. But, uh, but yeah, um, I'll, I'll lead it off, guys. I, I actually really like the Chiefs in this one. Um, I think, you know, they are they're a very different team than uh, – the team that we saw first few weeks of the season, first couple months of the season, they've just really been uh, clicking as of late. I mean, really, their only blemish the last couple months is that uh, that game to the Bengals. But you know, Bengals are a tough team, and uh, you know, just just a tough L on the road. But uh, Mahomes seems to have found a, a nice groove. Uh, they've they've really balanced things out with the run game, uh, factoring in. Uh, the likes of Daryl Williams and um, um, the main guy. I can't believe Clyde Edwards. Yeah, Clyde Ceh. Yeah. So they are uh, they're finding some balance there, uh, getting healthy. You know, Kelsey and Tyree Kill be ready to go in this one. They've got uh, weapons that can burn you up and down the field. But uh, really, for the Chiefs, I mean, it's the way that their defense is played. Uh, that has been the story, and I've been hammering that home for a couple months now as, as I've been on the Chiefs lately. They've really turned things around, and uh, I, I think I was surprised that this was uh, this was a two-point spread, basically implying that the Bills are the better team right now. Um, you know, I, I, was, I came into this thinking Chiefs three-and-a-half to four-and-a-half range, and so I just think you're getting some value with the Chiefs here at home. Uh, should be a close game, but I do expect the Chiefs to win here. And, um, you know, with the Bills, I know we, we've got uh, what we saw last week, uh, you know, still very present in our minds about, you know, this team that didn't punt and they just went up and down the field on a tough Patriots defense. It's going to be a different animal. Uh, in Arrowhead against a tough Chiefs team, they're not going to be able to stop uh, Mac Jones the same way they were able to stop uh, Pat the uh, way they're, they're going to have to play Pat Mahomes. So it uh, should be uh, a much tougher test for them. And we've seen the Bills be very inconsistent this year. Uh, look good for a couple weeks and then, you know, a couple stinker games. So um, I think when you factor in the last two, three months of work for both these teams, I just like the Chiefs' resume a little bit more, uh, even with uh, the what the Bills showed last week. So I like the Chiefs minus two here. Feeling pretty good about it. Yeah, I'd, I'm going to lean the other way. I'm going to take the Bills, and I actually like a money line here with the, the spread so low. A um, couple of things. Last week, I know Robbie pointed out that Devin Singletary was uh, sort of on a come up 
and uh, he had a hell of a game last week. Um, definitely impressed by him. Um, and and you go go back to the Bills Chiefs uh, matchup last year in the uh, AFC Championship game. Josh Allen was the leading rusher, um, not not only in yards but in carries as well. Um, I think with Devin Singletary's emergence, I think uh, they're going to see a little bit more of a balance attack from them. Uh, hopefully take some pressure off of Josh Allen. And, uh, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but th- that Buffalo win last week is about as impressive of a win I've ever seen. Um, you know, they were six for six on third down, none of them more than three yards. So they were giving themselves manageable uh, third downs at, at every step of the game. Um, offense was unstoppable. Defense was right there with them, taking making turnovers. Um, Dawson Knox is really emerging as a, uh, you know, dynamic tight end playmaker for this team. And I think, I think it's going to be a little bit of a different story than what you saw last year. Um, I think the chiefs offense is going to be full go. Um, I, I don't see them really, um, I, I don't see them fluttering like they did in the Super Bowl last year. I don't, I don't really see a scenario like that. I, I just think this is going to be a back and forth. Um, sort of a classic type game. I'm, I'm definitely excited. Uh, this is probably the matchup I've been looking forward to most in the postseason. Um, both these quarterbacks. Um, I just think the Achilles heel might be the uh, Chiefs secondary, and I know they've been doing pretty well. They've been um, the numbers last uh, second half of the uh, year have been outstanding for the Chiefs defense as a whole. Uh, but you know, I. I think this loss, that loss to the Chiefs last year, really lingered with the Bills and the way they came out last week. I I find it really hard to bet against them. Um, like I said, one of the most impressive wins I've ever seen. So I'm interested. What Robbie has to think on this game? Yeah, what I have to. Well, first off, when I saw this line, I had to check back to Week Five because this looked very similar. The opening line I think was what's Chiefs minus three, which is what it was in. Uh, Week five and over under in week five was fifty six and a half and now it's fifty four and a half. Um, but uh, you know, I, you, I, this this one's tough, been tough for me. Um, that's for sure. Uh, I I still do believe the Bills are the better better team. Um, mostly because of the defensive side of the ball and especially after looking last week, uh, with how Josh Allen was slinging it, picking up part that Pat's defense. You know, I I've got to go with the Bills on this one. Um, you know, I, I think this one's going to be a little more defensive than what we saw earlier in this year. So I kind of like the under in this one, you know, maybe I'm from Australia cause I'm just in the land down under right now. Um, but, uh, you know, I, it, but I obviously you have the factor of Mahomes. Uh, you know, he's, he's been here before. Um, he, he could do it again. He, he's got all the weapons that he could ever need. Um, and you know, honestly, if, uh, last week between the Bills and the Patriots uh, was a close game, um, kind of like I was expecting with my uh, failed lock from last week. Um, I would probably be on the Chiefs here um, just just because, uh, you know, Chiefs have been, like Evan, like you said, Chiefs have been real hot lately with their only real blemish, that Bengals game, which, you know, Bengals really, really earned that one. You know, that's got to be the biggest since he win in a long time. Um, but... Uh, the way the Bills just came out and just absolutely dominated that Patriots team on both sides of the ball uh, just makes me think that they're they're playoff ready. They're they're looking for this. Um, you know, they may have been coasting a little bit since they've uh, had pretty much a playoff spot locked up. So, um, you know, I like the Bills here. I, I 
think they'll get it done. I don't feel confident enough, but I do feel confident that this is going to be a good game to watch. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it'll be a great game. I think both these teams show up. You know, just for me, this Bills team, I look at their schedule and I look at what they've done. Um, so they're on a five-game winning streak right now. But in that time, it starts with Carolina at home. Uh, they beat the Patriots on the road. Good win, especially when they lost a few weeks beforehand uh, in that terrible weather game. But, you know, if you recall, Patriots really limped into the playoffs. Did not look good the last month or so of the season. Uh, Atlanta, uh, they beat uh, second to last week of the season. Beat them well, but um, not exactly a strong caliber team. And then beat the Jets. So, of those five wins, I mean, they beat the Patriots in there twice. But as I said, the Patriots really limped home. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, you're talking about what's, what's their best win of the year. It's, it's probably, you're going back to that week five Kansas city game in Arrowhead, but you know, how much stock do we want to put in that chiefs, you know, haven't, haven't looked anywhere close to the team that they were in, you know, September and October, uh, the last few months they've, they've looked miles, uh, above it. So I'm just wondering if there's a little bit of smoke and mirrors here with, with this, thought that the Bills are, are a juggernaut team right now. Um, you know, this is a team that uh, lost at home badly to the Colts, uh, you know, got beat by Tampa Bay in overtime in what was a close game, um, you know, lost lost a bad game to Jacksonville, uh, 9-6. So tough losses in there. Uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm wondering if there's some smoke and mirrors here. You know, when you kind of do the same exercise with the Chiefs, um, you know, I see a couple different trends. I see, you know, very strong wins, uh, absolutely destroying the Steelers, uh, not once in the playoffs, but they also did it uh, the day after Christmas. They uh, beat the Chargers on the road uh, in a big game on Thursday night football. Um, they destroyed the Raiders twice, uh, beat a tough Denver team. Uh, beat the Cowboys, uh, beat the Packers, though that was with Jordan Love. Definitely want to throw that caveat in there. Um, you know, got another playoff win in a team against Philadelphia uh, on the road. So I, I don't know, guys. I, I think when I stack this up, agnostic a scheme fits with, uh, you know, I definitely lean on you guys more than me. You guys know I'm more the narrative gambler here. But uh, I'm just, I think I'm, I'm going to zig when everybody else is zagging on the bills a little bit here. I, I think I'm going to take the stand that maybe uh, they're a little overrated right now. But, um, you know, come at me, guys, if you if yeah, you think I'm you know, blatantly you know, wrong you here. You made, made some good points, uh, you know. Um, I, I am surprised uh, you, you made the emphasis on the – two big wins against the Steelers because uh, if there's somebody I know who's been very against the Steelers this year and saying how bad they are, it's uh, the guy sitting, sitting across from me right now. <laughs> so, um, but no, you, you definitely make some valid points. Um, you know, it, it, I feel like, you know, Chiefs obviously won a Super Bowl in recent memory. So, um, you know, they don't have any monkey on their shoulder um, that they need to uh, play it or, be able to go out and, you know, feel any pressure to win anything. Um, maybe the Bills might have a little bit of that one um, since they've, they're have they in a little bit of drought. And, you know, I would like to see uh, Lombardi Trophy go back to Buffalo. But, you know, that's besides the point. That's uh, more for the Bills Mafia than anything. Uh, I'd be, you know. 
I'm getting way off the point right here, but that, that <laughs> yeah. would be fun to see. I, I expect a lot of tables to be breaking at that parade. Yeah, so for me, I think the most interesting part of this game is going to be how the Bills' defense decides to play this Chiefs team. Uh, if you guys can remember earlier in the year, it was sort of, a, I think, led by the Bucks in the Super Bowl last year that teams started to, you know, load up the back end of the defense, like safeties playing two high deep safeties and forcing Mahomes to take the underneath um, under underneath throws. And, you know, for the first seven weeks or so, they sort of struggled with adapting to that. And then they did, and they've been, you know, one of the probably the best team in the NFL since then. But I, I'm wondering how they're going to attack it this this time around. Um, and I know the Bucks. Uh, I mean, their, their main pro- – or the Bills, their main prerogative – this offseason was really to sure up that pass rush. I, I don't think they liked what they had last year and that uh, loss to the Chiefs. So if they can get them a home sort of like what the Bucks did in the Super Bowl last year, I think that they get gives them a chance. And, um, yeah, I think that that's probably going to be my most interesting matchup, how the Bills D is going to defend the, this potent Chiefs offense. Yeah, uh, I mean, make good points there. I would just say, you know, when you're talking about what kind of happened last year to the Chiefs in the playoffs and, and specifically against the Bucks, right? Um, that was a Bucks D line that was a murderer's row, still is in many respects, but murderer's row of talent. And then that was an S- absolutely decimated offensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs by the time that Super Bowl came around. Yeah, and they they rebuilt that entire yeah. offensive line. Yeah. So that's a that's a new offensive line and they've been really gelling towards the end of the year. So I, I think that's going to be an interesting matchup to watch. Yeah, but you're right, though, about uh, how long it took for the team to kind of adjust to the way teams had been playing them with uh, you know two deep safeties and forcing uh, throws to go underneath. So uh, definitely, um, yeah, definitely something to, to watch there. I Definitely, I mean, for me, it's, it's the game of the weekend. I, you know, quite possibly game of the year. These two teams are going to be going at it for years to come so just going to enjoy every single high leverage uh opportunities uh, teams get to play yep all right uh just going to recap then our uh lead pipe locks for everybody so uh adam you had rams money line uh robbie you had uh anthony ferkser over 20 and a half receiving yards parlayed with george kittle over 46 and a half receiving yards so little lead pipe block uh, parlay for you there on the prop bets and then uh, I came in on 49ers uh, plus six I just think in uh, too many points here against the pack um, now guys with that said you know we're all on the Rams and we're all on the Bengals do we do just uh, just a little little podcast cash on a, just a two game parlay with the two that we all agree on I'd be comfortable with those two and then throwing the George Kittle over. What do you think, Robbie? Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'd be for that. Would you potentially... I, I actually like the Ferkser over more than the Kittle over. <laughs> Strangely. I would do both, but I I, I really like that Ferkser over. They're going to come out with some play action, I think. You might get some Derrick Henry decoy action. All right. I like the first. Okay, we could do the first. 
Do you like the Ferks or Robbie? Which one do you like better, I, Robbie? I like them both. I, I, I've been flip-flopping between both. <laughs> we know. Time, so. <laughs> if you want this to drag on for another 50 minutes, then uh, I, I could debate on which I, one I, I like I, more. I know you're in the weeds with these two. so You, um, you like you like Kittle more? I do like Kittle more. Okay, let's go with Kittle. All right, so we're going to do a little podcast bet. So it'll be Bengals plus three and a half, Rams plus three, and then uh, we'll do Kittle over 46 and a half uh, receiving yards. So that's fun. I like that. Yeah, we're getting the points. We get three games in there, three games worth of action, and then uh, we'll we'll just sit back and enjoy Bills Chiefs. Um, but guys, that'll that'll do it for uh, the divisional round. Anything else uh, before we get out of here? I don't think so. I'm I'm just looking forward to hope, hopefully no more blowouts this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping for some good close matchups. Yep. Well, if these uh, spreads are indicative, it, there should be some good games and. Um, even though Packers Niners, that's a six point spread. I'm still expecting that one to be close. So, um, but thanks everybody for tuning in, uh, as a reminder, follow us on social media at SL football guys. Um, keep up with us as, uh, as we, uh, watch the divisional rounds, but, uh, we'll be back next week to break down the championship, uh, games, but until then take care and good luck.